Hello and welcome back to the fourth episode in this Pitch Like a Pro mini-series all about podcast guesting. I am so excited that you're here because today I'm going to talk about how you can be the perfect guest, how you can have a perfect podcast interview that is really going to benefit not only you and your business, but also the host and their audience. This is like the tips that every podcast host wants you to know, but nobody is actually talking about. So I'm excited to share these with you. So you've done all this hard work. You've researched the perfect show. You've sent a great pitch. They've said yes. How do you actually become the perfect guest? Let's dig into this now. So I started with five tips because I brainstormed these as like, yes, this is amazing. And then I put it out to my community and a few of the other hosts were like, tell them this, tell them that. So I have a few extras for you. So firstly, these are the five that I came up with. Number one, I want you to test the tech before the scheduled interview time and make sure you have the right equipment. So the podcast host will tell you what to have, but often it is simple. All you need is a microphone, ideally, and some headphones and your laptop and computer with access to the internet. So the actual tech that you need to start doing this is really easy to obtain. I will put a link in the show notes of the podcast mic that I have. I have a Blue Yeti, but there are plenty out there that are low cost, but will give you really, really great audio. So we want to have the right equipment, but then we want to test it before the interview time. We don't want to jump on the interview and have all the settings wrong and it sounds like shit right? Because that is not going to impress the host or actually convert into anything because the audience won't be able to concentrate on what you're saying because of the quality of the sound. Remember, podcasting is audio. Sound quality is really important. So I want you to test the tech before the interview time and make sure you have the right equipment. Number two, I want you to log in a few minutes early and be prepared. Nobody likes people when they're late. That's hard for me to say because often at the moment with two little kids, I am late to a lot of things in life, I will be honest. But when somebody has said yes, they're going to be putting you in front of their audience. They are trusting you to come and bring value and they're giving up their time to interview you. Don't be late. Please log in a few minutes early and be prepared. If you want to have notes, absolutely fine. Have them beside you. If you want to have a glass of water, I recommend it. Have it there ready. Even if this is a smaller podcast, right? Even if this is somebody that's just getting started and they haven't got a massive audience yet, treat this like this is Business Insider interviewing you, like this is a news channel interviewing you. Treat this like a massive break because you don't know where this will lead. Even if that podcast host doesn't have a massive podcast yet, their friends that also have podcasts might. Or that podcast host, their audience might grow rapidly. We never know what opportunities are going to come from these interviews. So we want to put our best foot forward and log in a few minutes early, be prepared and show that you are invested regardless of the perception that you have about the size of their audience. Okay, number three. Now we talked about this a little bit in the last episode when we were talking about the perfect pitch. The same thing goes for the perfect interview. Don't make it about you. Remember, you're here to provide value to the host's audience. So with everything that you share, keep coming back to how it relates to their listeners. So don't go off on a tangent about your life journey without having a takeaway that that listener could get from it. As an example, I've often shared about my pivot, right? From wedding photography right now through to a visibility coach. I could go on a 20 minute tangent about my story, right? I could talk about what it was like to build up a wedding photography studio and I could talk about what it was like then pivoting to an online business and leave it at that. I could just tell my story. 
No one is going to get much from that unless I bring in tangible things that the listener could actually take away. Unless I talk about the freedom that you get when you listen to yourself and you allow yourself to pivot. Unless I talk about why you don't have to follow the rules, how you can change your mind. Can you see the difference between actually just telling a story for story's sake, right? Or making it about me. The difference being that to actually having something tangible that that listener can take away. Speaking to that person that is listening to that podcast that might be ready to pivot, but is scared shitless right? So like thinking about how your stories could actually have some tangible takeaways for the listeners is so important. So don't make the interview about you. Remember you're here to provide value and keep coming back with everything that you say, how it could relate to their listeners. Number four, try and use the host name throughout the conversation where it flows naturally. Now this might seem weird. This might sound funny to actually make as a point, but you'll be surprised how rarely this is done. And yet it builds more trust and genuine connection between you and the podcast host. And remember, if you've done the pitching process right, that podcast host also serves your ideal clients. And it's going to be a great connection for you to have long after this episode has gone live and is out in the interwebs, right? So try to use the host name. I absolutely love it. And it shows to me the level of commitment and professionalism when I'm interviewing somebody and they say my name. They might be giving an example or they might be saying like, and I'm sure Kylie agrees and Kylie has done this really well. But if you see this, like just using the host's name throughout the conversation where it flows naturally, where it fits and feels good. But by using the host name, you're going to connect again with that host and also to the listeners, right? Because they already trust that person. They already trust that person that hosts the podcast because they listen every week. So if you can start to use their name in conversation. It'll be building trust with the listeners. It'll be building a deeper relationship and connection with the host. And it's just going to do good things for you. So try to remember to do that. I often will write the host name on a post-it note and stick it above my computer where I'm talking, just as a reminder to remember. Again, sounds a little bit funny, but when I get flustered, when I am like being interviewed and trying to remember all the things and I forget. So by having their name on a post-it note, just above where I'm looking, just on the computer screen, it reminds me. Oh, Sarah. Yes. Thanks, Sarah. That's a great question, Sarah. You know, like just put it where it feels natural, but try to remember to use their name where you can. And then the fifth point that I had was to provide one place for listeners to connect with you. Now, this is so important. So often I will interview people and at the end where we always say, this has been so valuable. Where can I send people if they want to learn more? It's the general call to action. It's the general wrap up that every podcast does. Have one place. Don't go on to then talk about the course, the program, the Instagram, the website, the Facebook group. It's too much. Remember that people are normally driving. They're normally multitasking when they listen to podcasts. So you just want one place for listeners to connect with you. Now, as your visibility coach, I recommend it be somewhere that will build your email list. A free resource that relates to the topic of the interview is absolutely perfect. Do not just share your Instagram profile unless you have a clear strategy of how your followers are going to become email subscribers. I am so passionate about that. And remember, this needs to then link up to your goal. Remember at the very start where we talked about what the goal was was for this strategy for you, whether it was selling out your one-to-ones, whether it was building your email list, whether it was filling a membership, whatever that goal is, link that with your call to action. So as an example, I mentioned at the very start that I would love to funnel people into the Spotlight Club. That is always my focus. So 
when I'm going podcast guesting, I could do that one of two ways. I could, of course, provide that audience with a link to the Spotlight Club. Maybe they get a little discount for the first month, or maybe it is just like, hey, the doors are closed, but for you, here's a secret link that you can get access, right? So directing them straight to the membership, or alternatively, I could direct them to a free resource that they have to sign up for. Again, one thing, but on the back end of that, I have a strategy where they will get emails about the Spotlight Club after they've downloaded the resource. So think about what the goal is, think about what offer and where you want to direct people and have a strategy so that you can provide one call to action for them at the end and make it an easy link for them to remember. You might want to buy a URL, you might want to use a bit.ly link, something that makes it nice and short, provide one place for them to go and have a strategy behind where that's going to lead. Okay, so they were my five tips. Again, in recap, test the tech before the scheduled interview time and make sure you have the right equipment. Log in a few minutes early and be prepared. Don't make the interview about you. Keep connecting it back to the listeners. Try and use the host name throughout the conversation where it flows naturally and provide one place, one call to action for listeners to connect with you. That links with the goal that you have behind this strategy. Now, when I asked some other podcast hosts what they would want to tell people, I had a few others that I hadn't thought of that are great. So I just want to share those with you quickly as well. The first one being, be sure to talk about what you do, but do it naturally. So share client stories that are relevant to the discussion. I love this point because I think so often we have a bio, we have a spiel about who we are and who we help. In and of itself, it's just a spiel. If we can connect to that with the client's story, it's going to help the listeners put themselves into that story. See how you could help them too, right? And that goes with examples for everything. If we can give them an example or a story that's relevant to the discussion, it's going to mean that they are in a much better place to implement what you are teaching and what you are sharing. So make sure you do that as much as you possibly can. And then the other thing was about promoting your episode. I can't believe that I did not think of this because this is huge as well. But make sure that when your episode goes live that you promote it as a way of showing the host that you are actually really appreciative of them sharing the platform with you, right? So make sure if they tag you in stories, reshare it, send it to your email list as somewhere you've been published, put it on your press page on your website. Now in my Pitch Like a Pro podcast series edition, podcast guesting intensive that starts on the 31st of July. I know you know all about it by now. I don't need to keep repeating it, right? But when that starts in the very last week of that program, we're going to talk about how you can repurpose those interviews to make them go further. And the benefit of this is that you actually will be promoting the episode more. So the host is going to love you even more. They're going to see that you are sharing about their podcast even more. So I have a whole list of ideas of how you can repurpose these, but make sure at the very, very least, at the very minimum, you are at least promoting it when it goes live. You are sharing an Instagram story. You are sending it to your email list. You're tagging the host, right? You're letting them know that you really appreciated them sharing their podcast platform with you and trusting you with their audience. I actually think that if you don't promote it, it's almost like a bit of a slap in the face. It's almost like a little bit of a, I don't know, it it makes the podcast host feel like shit because it's like, well, I went out of my way to interview you to actually put this together. And it takes time for us to create the promotional graphics and share them with you, right? So if you don't then promote it, it makes us feel like shit. And we're not going to invite you back. We won't be recommending you as a guest to anybody else that we know. And remember, most of the time we hang out with 
like-minded people, right? Podcast hosts, no other podcast hosts. So make sure the easiest way to avoid that is to make sure that you're promoting your episode and doing all that you can to spread the word when it goes live. And that kind of links in with how I want to wrap this episode up. Make sure you thank them after the podcast episode has gone live, you've promoted it, it's all out in the interwebs, you've done everything, you're really excited about it. I want you to thank them and I want you to ask the host for feedback. Let them know that you really valued the fact that they trusted you with their audience, that you tried to provide the most value that you possibly could, but that you want to be better. So ask for feedback in ways that you can make sure that the next interview you do is even better than the one that you just did. So often, and especially as high achieving women, we just tick things off and we move on, right? We're like, yep, that's done. What's next? I do this all the time. Make sure you have it in your process, even put it in the calendar or in your diary or however you set your to-do list, but put it somewhere to remind you to go and ask the host for feedback and say thank you. That in of itself is going to go so far. So I hope that this was really valuable. These tips are going to make sure that you are the most incredible podcast guest, that you get invited back for more than one episode, that you get recommended to other people, that you are seen as somebody that they want to collaborate with. And remember as well, this is the start of a relationship with that podcast host that also serves your ideal client. I would dare to say that they probably have a larger audience than you, right? If they have a podcast, if it's been going for a while, if they're sharing consistent content, they probably have a more established audience, or at least they have an audience that is really engaged and that likes, knows, and trusts them. So they are an aligned partner to do more with. So make sure you treat them with the respect and value that they are treating you with by inviting them onto their show. Become the perfect guest. Take all of those tips that I've shared with you. And I know that you are going to have the most incredible interviews. So I hope you found that really valuable. I am back tomorrow with the final episode where I am going to be talking more about my Pitch Like a Pro podcast guesting intensive. So I want to wrap it all up and let you know about this program, why I've created it, what I'll be going over in those four weeks. And then I want to talk to you about the most frequently asked questions, including the money back guarantee, because yes, I put my money where my mouth is and I'm all about getting you real results. I believe that this is the best time for you to invest in this program. I'm doing it live, which means you're going to get so much attention and so much support as we go through these four weeks. After that, it's going to be a program that is more expensive, but also pre-recorded. So you won't get that live aspect. So I do believe that this is the best time for you to invest in this. I'm not bullshitting. I'm not just trying to sell. This is my strong opinion because I know that this will help you going into the next six months and 2024. So if you're interested, again, go to my website, kyliekelly.com slash pitch it, and you can check out the details or tune in tomorrow where we're going to talk more about the program itself. Thank you again for being here. I hope you have found that really, really valuable. And I can't wait to connect with you again tomorrow for the final episode. Okay, so I love you so much. I appreciate you more than I think you probably know. And I can't wait to talk to you again tomorrow. All right, bye for now. Every single week, I do my best to bring you two episodes that are going to really add value to your life, whether they speak to your motherhood journey or your business one. I pour my heart and soul into this podcast, recording and editing them all myself. So there is a really simple way you could return the favor if you would leave me a review. Head on over to Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts and let me know how I'm doing. Leave me a few words that let me know what content you like best or what you might like to hear in the future. I create this for you, so I would appreciate that so very much.
for the show notes and links from today, please head over to my website, kyliekelly.com slash podcast. I cannot wait to bring you more value and more juicy content to your earbuds soon. But for now, I hope you continue to have an incredible day and know that mama, you've totally got this shit. Okay, bye for now. Thank you.